Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. <laughs> दुखे दिल का मरहम ये फरमा गए है रसूले मुकर्रम ये फरमा गए है रसूले मुकर्रम 8 minutes after 11 Central African time Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban Bikum it's a beautiful Wednesday morning here in Johannesburg I want to welcome the listeners of Sirius FM Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and company And I want to welcome the listeners of Merkaz Sahaba The voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah Remember today is the 23rd of Dhul Hijjah 1444 which is also the 12th of July 2023 our WhatsApp number is 0847863132 0847863132 international overseas listeners plus 27847863132 3132. Let's welcome our beloved engineer Haji Suleiman Esob. He's our engineer from now till 12 ish, inshallah. I want to welcome my beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Maulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafizahullah Ustad. It's a beautiful, cold Wednesday morning. Welcome to the bliss of marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum ma'arafat. Jazakallahu khairan. Uh, Usa, just quick before we start with the questions, Daddy from Azadval wants to know regarding the decoders. Are you still distributing it or not to start? Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala Rasulil Kareem. Amma bad. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader. Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Yes, we do have some decoders left If you want to purchase one It is 600 rand And if you want the whole box Then there are 10 units there That is 5,000 rand And if you are very, very old Or very, very poor You're a pensioner Or you are very, very, you understand Poor or old and whatever you So then we'll give it to you gratis, free of charge, inshallah And it is little not zakat so it is all on behalf of the capital group Allah Jalla Wala reward them and inshallah you contact us and then some arrangements can be made inshallah I mean I mean I mean daddy says we'll contact you start she says she doesn't want it for khratas but she is old, 71 years old to start. Right, so uh, <laughs> whatever you decide, uh, Kala, Auntie, Daddy, Nani, so all Kabul, no problem. Whatever you say, we say Kabul. I mean, I mean. Ustad, let's start to what uh, Sister Abby, uh, she says, hi, listening to you guys. It's so interesting, this bliss of marriage. I hope you guys don't get tired of, uh, of us asking questions to you, sir. And her question is uh, that uh, she says, certain religious beliefs believe beliefs believe that you have to have a child first before marriage is there some logic in this sister abby ustad bismillahir rahmanir rahim nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulil kareem amma ba'd all <coughs> all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe 
peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. My sister, Abby, we don't get tired of people mm. asking us questions. We encourage it, and more so when it comes from people who don't belong to the Muslim faith. That is our aim, to remind and teach the Muslims, and inshallah, to propagate the message to the non-Muslims. So it's not what you see on your media, that Muslims are trigger-happy, and Muslims just want to shoot and kill and so forth. We are the most peaceful people, the most sober people on this earth where us there is no wine there is no dine there is no swine so all these are issues that you should know now let us juxtapose everything my sister juxtapose and compare it you see take the western system today so what is the western system they got three systems one system is that you must date you must smooch you must kiss and you must know one another and sometimes they have a tribal also so then they will go all the way and then she will fall pregnant then is two options either they will abort the baby or either they will say that let's love in then we get married or they have you must remember uh, just an arrangement like that check in arrangement check in arrangement mean they will just love as partners and they are not married and so forth you know what is happening or worse than that you must remember that they have Adam and Steve relationship or Madam and Eve relationship so that is even worse than fornication and adultery so that is one then you take the African custom if you study African religions my sister Abby they never taught this you must remember that they were very very pure I grew up in a location I was born in an African township and the old old mamas used to come there to the shop because our shop was the only shop like in that area our house was and they used to speak to my father they used to speak to my mother my father knew five six African languages you know Izulu and Isutsutu Ishangan and all that used to speak and all this type of things he was fluent in all that so Allah grant them all genital firdosil a'la so now my sister they were very strict were they they wouldn't allow their daughters to wear top and pants and all these things but once the 76 came and the TV came the western culture came and so forth and bombarded them then they started seeing that and then all models throughout in that otherwise African culture never allowed this is the western culture that has influenced them and so forth so therefore they have this that no let us see whether you can give birth or not and then they say let's have a child and then we will pay la bola we'll get married and so forth so all that are the non-muslim system let us just call it like that now call the islamic system islamic system is this my sister chapter 17 verse number 32 chapter 17 verse 32 wala taqrabu zina do not even go near fornication adultery why it is something indecent it's something obscene a horrible path a terrible road to walk on leave everybody else we speak of our time we're not speaking about the prophet's time 1400 years and so forth i married my sister to you know abby in humanity you my sister so now i married my wife 
I saw her in 1979. I didn't speak to her, nothing. I just saw her. Islam says, look at her once and so forth. But you must not be alone with her. Her father must be there or her brother, her nephew, somebody must be there. And it maybe was five minutes, ten minutes. And after that, when I came home, it was in Durban. So I told my sister there and my Masi, my mother's sister, they all were together and were, they took me there. So nevertheless, my auntie passed away, my Kala, my Masi. She's like my mother, Al-Khala, to be manzilat till home and she really loved me you know so nevertheless that Allah grant her also Jannatul Firdaus so I told my sister tell them you're going to get married she said our parents don't know and you're speaking of marriage so the next day her father was gone out somewhere he met me in the early morning prayer five o'clock so he came to me and he kissed me and he embraced me and all that so I told them that you tell me I must make official proposal he already made proposal to me you see so everything was set already so we, we got married total strangers we never spoke anything and so forth so that is what Islam teaches us sister that you don't talk you don't do all this funny business dating smooching and uh, going here and there then you become a, you know like you're buying a second hand car then you see so we want everything new you see everything must be you know in month condition as you say so that is what Islam teaches you can speak but the, not you must be alone with the boy and the boy with the girl know that the girl's father brother must be there but one time only not ten times every day sending messages and emails to the females and so forth so that is what Islam teaches us Mm. now what is the greater lesson my sister Abby the greater lesson is when Islam wants to solve a problem Islam goes to the roots and the western system when they want to solve the problem they go to the fruit they go right on top I remember very well in our South Africa when Tabu, you know, Tabu and Becky was the president and so forth. So then I used to travel a lot, you know, go here, go there, go there, here at Joburg Airport, or Tambo, Durban Airport, this airport. So you just go to the bathroom, washroom, you find a whole pile of condoms there. They say, please take one. That is how we're going to fight AIDS. That is the non-Muslim mm. culture. Give everybody AIDS. The children take the condom, they're blowing it, they think it's a balloon, you know, and all these type of things here. So it became one big commotion and confusion and so forth. So you will never solve problems like that, whether it is your AIDS pandemic or whether it's other, other pandemic or scamdemic or whatever. You have to come back to the original teaching. See, sister, I give you an easy example. You drive a Toyota, you drive a BMW, you drive a Mercedes, right? You know you have to put what petrol there. Why? The manufacturer told you the sea car, you must move and use petrol. But you said, who the hell are they? I'll go put diesel there inside. Now you tell me what will happen to that car. Mm. So all my Allah created us and he knows what is best for us. But today you got secularism, you got capitalism, you got Zionism, you got democracy, all these satanic systems. And then they want to tell us they know better than Almighty Allah. Therefore, you must remember, you see the parliaments today. So you must, you saw in South Africa today, that they say 300 councillors, they in KwaZulu-Natal, totally illiterate. 
So when you have people like that, now how are they going to give you service delivery when they can't read and write and so forth? So that is your disaster. It's a disaster. It's a recipe for disaster, sister. So that is the long and short of it. Islam will never, ever allow immoral activities. She says, wow, your religion is truly beautiful and pure for women. Thank you, sir. Uh, anytime you got questions, maybe 5.30 in the morning or anytime 11 to 12, you send in your message. We will take it and answer it, inshallah, God willing. Ustada, let's understand this question. There's a revert brother. He says, Assalamu alaikum, my dear brother. I would like to know whether my marriage still stands or does not. My wife opened a case and I signed the first talaq. Now we are dating and we kissed and we went to the second base, of course, and to the third base, but we did not do the fourth base. Does the talaq falls off or still stands? A revert brother who's not. My brother, the way I understand your question, you embrace Islam, you perform the nikah, meaning some Mawlana, Imam, Sheikh perform your nikah, you are Muslim, your wife is Muslimah, and then you are going, okay, then the marriage went about pay shape, and then the marriage went, marriage went sour, then you uttered one talaq, one divorce, or you wrote it out, and then you signed it, and so forth. So that is one talaq. Mm-hmm. So if you gave one talaq, a revocable divorce and thereafter you and your wife now you now the old flame the spark started flying again <laughs> and then you started kissing and smooching and all so now it all depends when all this kissing and smooching and all that took place if it took place after the talaq and within the idiot period the idiot period is the last of the Quru, is three menses so after one month two months and so forth that you were missing one another and you met and started speaking dating all that then it means you took your wife back so that one talaq still stays it means for the future you've got two talaqs left two divorces left and remember that that your nikah you don't have to perform a new nikah and a new marriage ceremony because this happened during the Iddat period so it happened one two months after the divorce then remember you you are married to her and you don't have to worry but you must also know you only have two talaqs left for the future so that is where you stand and don't utter talaq and divorce in future and don't write it out again you know the problems you had already that how much you muster and so forth so whenever the thought of divorce comes talaq comes then say that I'm seeking the protection of all of all my Allah against Lucifer, Shaitan, the accursed. That is his job. What is the job of Lucifer and Iblis, the Satan and Lucifer? Chapter 2, verse 102. That he wants to cause separation, divorce between husband and wife. Mm. Uh, the brother says, uh, thank you. And he says that... Uh, Please, uh, I ask you for forgiveness. I will never do that again, Ustad. Inshallah, you don't have to ask me, my brother, forgiveness. Always ask your wife for forgiveness and ask all my Allah for forgiveness. And both of you, today is Wednesday. So when you, wherever you are, you're there by your house, you're coming for a nice lunch by her, by your poppy, by your darling, by your sweetheart, then say, both of you, even one minute, two minutes, you pray together. Say, my brother, yeah, 
wadudu ya wadudu ya wadud ya allah you are the creator of love and enhance our marriage ya allah is not our bodies only must meet our hearts must meet when the hearts meet then there's unity of thought and when there's unity of thought then you will go through the turbulence you know i came back sunday from richards bay so i had two seats in a small plane you know in that you know the propeller uh, south africa air link and my wife had two seats and that thing hit the turbulence and we went up and down you see all the passengers not only us but we were praying at that time there you see so you go through the turbulence together you will go through the waves together you will go through the potholes in south africa together you see my brother so you must do that what you going to read ya wadud ya wadud wednesday afternoon one o'clock one thirty two o'clock the duas are accepted and cry beg almighty allah jalla wala Somebody says, Ustad, uh, is a 15-year age gap in a potential spouse all right, Ustad? Or will it not work out? No, why it won't work out? Everything the Master Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah did is to set, you must remember, the precedent for humanity and posterity. He, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah was 25 years old. Sayyida Khadija, she proposed. Not Mustafa proposed. She proposed. She was so impressed by the character and the integrity, honesty of the Master Sallallahu Almighty Allah Jalla states, Ya Rasulullah, and your character is so exalted and so sublime. So she, because at that time there, anybody could take advantage of a lady who do so. Majority of the people, that was a custom. Like today, you see what is happening, the rape and the harassment and whatever you goes on in big, big circles, politicians and whatever you. So, wa inna kalala khuluqin azim. Chapter 68 verse number 4 so he Habibuna 25 years old and she Sayyida Khadija Al-Kubra 40 years old and the marriage subsisted for 25 years then she passes away Habibuna crying and saying and reminding Sayyida Aisha hadith in Bukhari Sharif she was exemplary she was unique she believed in me when no one believed in me. She gave me her material support and money and finances when no one wanted to give me any support, material support. And she's the mother of my six children, four daughters and two sons. So therefore, how Habibuna loved her. So 25 years and 40 years, you know it's 15 years gap. And then Nabi married after that, Sayyidah Saudad and Sayyidah Aisha ajma'in. So to show you can marry an elderly lady, you can marry a young lady, all that. Learn to lead a chaste and a pure life. Read, Allahumma, oh beloved Allah, Hassin, Ha, Swad, Noon, Allahumma, Hassin, Farji, H-A-S-S-I-N, Allahumma, Hassin, Farji, F-A-R-J-I, Ya Allah, protect my private part. And that is for male and female, the hadith is mentioned in Mustad Ahmad. Today, people 
people just want to use their rifle anywhere. They don't worry. Park in the parking, park in the parking lot, park in the front, park in the back. Wherever they want to, they just park. So all haram business, sodomy and what and what going on. So that is what Islam teaches us. The natural lifestyle. Fitratallahi lati fataran nasa alayha. That is the natural system which Almighty Allah has given us. And today people try. Now they want to try incest. Then they go into bestiality and what and what. And they call themselves academia in intelligentsia and so forth. Worse than animals, they are Quran says. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Ustad, I think there's a very angry uh, sister. She says that, uh, dear honorable, respected Mufti Sab, is it permissible for parents to hit their daughters, especially mothers? Daughters are in their 30s and unmarried. I'm so frustrated. I'm also about to hit her back. Please advise me, Ustad. Obviously, that all that is totally haram. But let us go and see what is happening. What is happening is this, that your mother gave birth to you 30 years ago, 33 years ago, and so forth. And then every mother, every father has hopes, aspirations, and so forth, and so on. And maybe Gal Avi. Gal Avi means that there was a proposal for you and so forth. So you said, no, you don't want this boy. Or that boy after seeing you was not so impressed and what have you. So he said, no, I'm not interested. Diplomatic way, they will just say, no, the istikhara was negative. Istikhara, my sister Abby, means that we ask Almighty Allah for guidance. Must I get married or not? Must I buy this car or not? And so forth and so on. You read, Allahumma khirli wakhtarli. Oh Allah, select the best for me. Oh Allah, you choose for me. You just read this words and you then whatever Allah puts in your heart is your decision so the hadith in Tirmidhi Allahumma khirli K-H-I-R and then L-I and wakhtarli W-A-K-H-T-A-R and then L-I so Allahumma khirli wakhtarli so then they said no that we're not interested so now you came to 20 25 30 and now the mother and parents are getting upset frustrated that why you're not getting married and so forth and especially in our Indian culture so now to vent her frustration she's hitting you insulting you and so forth is it right? absolutely haram what she is doing you must remember that she's supposed to make dua for you not vent her anger on you it's not your fault if proposals are not coming it's not your fault if the proposal comes and then they say no it's not your fault if you see that that person there that his character is not right or his belief structure is not right and you decline that proposal. So remember, there's no blame on you. So for the mother or the father in this instance, for the mother to get so frustrated and saying, yeah, see now you're so old, you're 30 years old, 33 years old, you are a burden upon us and we have to spend so much upon you and insult you and then give you one to smacks and so forth and so on. So all that is haram, you must remember that in Islam. So you, now you daughter, what you have to do daily, start today after Zohar. 
Cry to Allah and read Surah 25, verse 74. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yun. O oh Allah, grant us such spouses and such offspring and children that are the coolness of the eyes. You go into sajda if you know it by heart. And otherwise, look in the Quran, by heart it, and then you read it. In the beginning of the 19th subhara, the first Jews, the 19th subhara, the first quarter, right by the ending, you will find it there. Surah 25, verse 74. You mother, instead of hitting your daughter and doing all that, you and your husband, the parents of this daughter. So you should be reading the same surah, the same chapter, surah 25, surah Furqan, the criterion, and verse 54. Who is Almighty Allah? Allah is that supreme being. He created you, O human being, as the masterpiece of His creation. But look at from what He created you, from the sperm and the semen and then we grew up we developed and then now when we grew up we realized this is my biological father this is my biological mother and they have a special rank and status in Islam and then وَسِهْرَى and all then we 20 years old 18 years old 22 we get married then we have a father-in-law mother-in-law so you parents read this dua chapter 25 verse 54 and you daughters and sons who are not married surah chapter 25 surah furqan the criterion <clears throat> verse 74 and you don't go and raise your hand on your mother absolutely haram habibuna even if both of them are wrong you must still love them you must still show respect to them authentic hadith remember in al-adabul mufra Mustard Ahmed and various compilations. I see the sister says, uh, Gee, Honorable Mufti Saab, that's exactly what's happening. And she wants me to marry rich guys. That's why I'm not married yet. Barakallahu feekum, Honorable Mufti Saab. I make sabr and Allah will deal with them. I did take back to Hazrat Mulana Mulana Abdul Hamid who started. Yes, inshallah, you made a good choice. And inshallah, tell Mulana to make dua for you. We make dua for you. And remember, don't make only dua for each person and say, Ya Allah, let me marry that person who will be khair, the mm. best for me in this world and in the year after. So that is what you should ask. Ask Allah always for khair and goodness and the best. Mm. Somebody says, Ya Ustad, that uh, Mufti Sab, why in today's time? our parents wants us to get married to rich boys who's not anonymous so you see that understand the sentence i'm using today muslim and non-muslim but i don't say every muslim i don't say every non-muslim but i say majority majority muslim and majority non-muslim what is their creed creed means what is their belief their belief is greed Greed of today is greed. More, 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 and all that. 
So now this person says, that look at me. I got 5,000, 10,000, 50,000 in the bank. Ketlu Haru, if my daughter gets married to a guy who got 5 million, 20 million, 50 million, to aprubi kamteja, you see. You see, that is the whole thing. The greed is greed. Remember that. So he said, now we finished, now we're 50 years old, but let me get my daughter married to that guy. Whether he is running around with 10 women, whether he's busy in the casino, or whether he's doing unda, danda, all illegal trade and whatever you, as long as he's reached to Aprubi Kamtejai. So our job also is done, you see. That is the mentality today, a majority. Hence, Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that when you, O Muslim, you're going to get married to that lady and your main criteria is what? That the wealth, فَإِنَّمَا أَذَلَّهُ اللَّهُ Allah will disgrace you. See, today, how many guys are married to rich, rich women, rich, rich families. They can't speak one word. The car belongs to the wife. The house belongs to the house. All the gadgets. He just say something. She look at him and say, hey, who are you speaking to? They say, no, 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 I'm just making a joke or something, you see? So there is now hulami. So he becomes the slave of his wife now. So people think what a good life he's leading, but he doesn't know he can't do anything because his wife is calling the shots. Myself, you know, my mother, Allah, gives Jannatul Fitos, they always, you know, they give good intention. So she say, I say, ma, look at one, one bangle she's wearing, you know, understood. That I'm always up, you understand? If I buy one bangle, the whole way, one bangle, the whole wages will be gone, you understood? <laughs> and this type of thing. Say, okay, what you want? I say, I want a poor, poor girl. You see, when you want rich, rich, they sit on your head. You must remember this. So Allah will give you whatever he wants to. That is Allah's wisdom. So never make this mistake. There's greed. What is the creed nowadays? The creed is greed. Remember that. That is where the Muslims are today and non-Muslims are. And he, Habibuna, and Quran says that, take Quran first. Innama amwalukum wa awladukum fitna. Verily your wealth and your assets, your children, your grandchildren, all are a trial and a test for you. See? Hadith Sharif mentioned in Mishka Sharif. Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Sallam said, Inna likulli ummatin fitna. For every ummah there will be a trial and a test. Wa fitna to ummati al-mal. And the fitna of this ummah is what? Is wealth. You see, you see multi-millionaires. You take our ministers today. What they are short of, but go and tell them we make a deal and we will give you five million, ten million. They'll be there, majority of them. So you must remember this kind of thing. So the greed is greed today. So that is what is destroying us. And we make all these crazy decisions. And then it's like we sell our woman, put them on auction. Mm. You understand? So that is the disservice the parents are doing to their daughters and their children. So listen to this uh, question. Dear Muftisab, I'm from Isipingo Beach. There's a Hindu boy that proposed to me, but he's a Muslim. He's, only, he's a Muslim only for two years now. But the boy's family is Pakka Hindu, and they follow Modi. Uh, Modi. Uh, but the boy is not living with them. Everyone in Isipingo Beach is saying, I must marry this boy, dear Muftisab. Please, I need Hazrat Muftisab's verdict. And I know Muftisab's sister as well. 
Ustad. <laughs> so, you know my sister, so mashallah, she, she's there for 50 years, mashallah. So, she's married to my Masi's son and my Kala's son and all that. So, I'm also married there, Spingo Beach, you understand? So, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Okay, now let's try and analyze this. You can't take my verdict, you can take my mashura. Verdict is your family is going to tell you. Mm. So now what you're going to do is this. You do read this. You yourself read. Read now with me. Allahumma, oh beloved Allah, khirli, select the best for me. Wakhtarli, and choose for me. Right? So whatever came in your heart, hadith in Tirmidhi, that should be your guidelining. Second one, you got parents, your father, mother, make mashura with them. Your father passed away or something and so forth. Then your brother, your uncle, your father's brother, your chacha, your kaka, whoever, you discuss with them. Have a family mashura. And then when you reach consensus and so forth, you say fine. Third one, this boy here, remember, he got nothing to do, it seems, with his family. He's a Muslim, and mashallah, in his Pingo Beach, you know, tablik activity is very good. So mm. you must see, does he go in Jamaat, in tablik, and so forth, and all that. You must take all that factors into consideration, and so forth. So if you are happy, your father is happy, he's alive, obviously. If he's not alive, then your family, your brother, your uncle, and so forth, your father's brother, and whoever you're all happy, your mother is happy, then make bismillah, remember that. So the ball will remain in your court. But one thing you must make very clear, you must tell him, his name was, you understand, Shashi Kapoor or Shashi Tarur or whatever, you understood? So this, so now his name is Abu Bakr, Umar, Usman, Ali, whatever, you must tell him, see, we will get married. But these are the conditions. Condition number one, we must live separate. There is no way I can live with your parents and family. Mm. Second one, me, I'm not going to come to your parents' place and so forth every day, every week, once in a month, once in three months, six months, fine. We will just go there and so forth and I'll meet, but don't impose upon me. And you want to go, you go. It's your parents, Quran says, Surah 31, verse 15, وَصَاحِبُ مَا فِي الدُّنْيَا مَعْرُوفَ Because you don't want arguments. They're supporting Moody and Modi, you know, is dead against Islam and Muslims and so forth. Therefore, we are telling you that. But he must go. It's his parents. Quran says he must mingle with them and he must try and influence them towards Islam Mm. and the truth and justice and so forth. And the last one is everything you must remember is in the hands of Almighty Allah. Today you start after Zohar. And why I'm saying this after Zohar? In Al-Adabul Mufrad, Imam Bukhari has mentioned it. Mm. We sent out the message that morning also so that Wednesday afternoon was accepted and so forth Habibuna during the battle of Khandak the trench made dua and the dua got accepted Jabir says whenever I faced and encountered difficulty so on Wednesday afternoon I used to make dua and always Allah used to accept it mm. so these are what the Lail and Sheikh Albani even said is a sahih authentic hadith so we must be clear on all these issues so I can only give you mashura and that is as a brother to you I don't know you I don't know your family but I can give you advice but the final verdict decision is yours and your family's so that is where we are sister Khalid Ustad Khalid
That's his, the boy's name. Khalid. So, mashallah, Khalid means forever and ever. So, inshallah, if you get married to him, then he keeps you forever in happiness and joy and so forth. So, that is tafa'ul, good omen. When you heard a person's name, then you take good omen. See, I tell you a story. See, I tell you a story. Uh-huh. All of you in Ispingo Beach, none of you all will know it. Understand? Today, I'm disclosing that. Our owner Harun, he was a genius. Mm-hmm. So before I left South Africa in March, 12th of March, 1974, then one Molana told me who was there. So he told me the most intelligent student in the madrasa there in Newtown, it was Madrasa Arabia Islamia, is a Maimon student. And that, so I just asked, what's his name? He said, Harun Molana. So I always wanted to meet him, you know, when I saw him was a big guy, you know, so he even got frightened at that. So anyway, so when I came for holiday, he started work there at Ispingo Beach, he's the imam and all these things there. So then he got the message somehow that I want to get married and that. But he didn't know. I already went to see my Fatima, you understood. So then he met me in the masjid. He said, the Haji Sabayna, Haji Ovi. He told me in Maman, you see, you go there and propose. So I just made GG, but he didn't know I already been there. So you call that Tafa'ul, you call that a good omen. So for you, sister, his name is Khalid. So that's a good omen. So inshallah, you make the istikhara, Allahumma khirli wa khtarli. You make mashura with your parents, your family, and his name Khalid, and your name Fatima, Zainab, Aisha, Jamila, whatever. And then if you're happy, make bismillah, alhamdulillah. But these conditions must be put in place. And not only you, your father, family must tell him, see, that marriage is for life and so forth. So you must understand we are making the sacrifice. So don't impose. I must go to your parents' place every week and every day because we all live in the Spingo Beach. I'll come once a month, once in three months, six months and all that. We don't want problems and so forth and so on. You just need one troublemaker to start the spark, Mm. you know, and so forth. So let us now cement our marriage and then, inshallah, things will change for the better, inshallah. (laughs) Before we go for our interval, I see Spingo is on fire this morning, Mustad. Uh, Kala from Isipingo says, yeah, uh, I'm Kala, I sit on Musalla every day and make dua every day. Hazrat Mufti Ake must come and stay in Isipingo and be the Amir of Isipingo Beach. She says, Amin. And please, Mufti Sab Hazrat, say Amin also. Kala, 60 years old, Mustad. Kala, Kala, that Amin I can't make. <laughs> Your good big, big Musruks there. Haji Bhai Padia was Allah, there. Allah. Your Bhai Abdul Samad Chohan is there. Your handsome is there. You understand? What is handsome's name? I even forgot. Uh, so you must remember that, you know, his father I remember uh, by Haji Abdul Khalik and then, then your Haji Ahmad Salehji was there. My student Moana Ismail Salehji who passed away in Sazda. So we can't, uh, I joke with my sister. I say, Ben, <laughs> you the Amir I see of his Pingo Beach. All day they begin programs. The stumbling program, the Stumbling program and this type of thing. Come, I tell you a nice story. Uh-huh. You like stories, right? Long time ago, there was an istima here in Azadwal. Not this istima, long time, mm-hmm. 10, 15 years ago. 
So we had one brother here in Lens. His name Hafeji. He was a good friend of mine. He used to sell shoes. So he made a shoe for me, for Ihram also. He said, I'm going to make a special shoe. Uh-huh. You must wear that shoe. You see, when you go for Umrah, I said, yeah, make it fine. And I performed his janazah also. Allah grant him jannah to Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammad Hafeji. So anyway, so now one day he took me to the Istimaye in Azadwal. So I'm right at the back. So one person came to me and he told me, Chota Dadabai is calling you on the stage. Now Chota's son, Mulwi Imran, is married to my niece, mm-hmm. you see. So I told him, bye, I can't remember one less. I made a gush, do you understand? And you telling me, you, you got the wrong person. Just go back to Chota and tell him no. Then I looked up and our eyes met. Chota looked at me and he gave me a stern look, you know. <laughs> said, come here. So that, like Ishara, you know, he Gee. made, yeah. So then I had to go and I was our elder. So then I went slowly, slowly. And then I sat on the stage right at the back. I felt even ashamed to sit there. <laughs> now this Muhammad Afeji, he went away somewhere. Now we made arrangements after the lecture, whatever, we'll meet somewhere. Now I'm sitting on the stage and they're telling me, don't move, like, don't go from here. You must, they know me, I'll run away. <laughs> so <laughs> then I came away from there. I saw one Dalum Azadwal student who I knew. I told him, bye, you got car? He said, yes. I said, take me, Lance. The guy is gone. Whoa. Now the next day I met him for Hafiji. I asked him, Afiji, what's wrong? Now, Afiji is simple also. He didn't have a cell phone. <laughs> so I asked him, why you didn't take me? He said, I looked the whole istima, and you were not there. So I said, you, you, you didn't see one place I was there. He said, where you were? I, I told him that Chota called me on the stage. He said, that's why now I know Kiyamat is near. <laughs> He said, if they put your brother on the stage, then it was right. He's Pakat Tabliki. You, you're half Tabliki. You, you're half Tabliki. <laughs> so he told me, for putting you on the stage, is a sign Kiamat is very dear. And you're telling me I must come to this Pingo Beach. As long as you listen to my talks, it's all right. Kala, nani, dadi, mikdwa, fast. Right, for break time. 13 minutes to 12. No, I'm in for that Kala. Don't go away. Stay tuned. <laughs> Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Marcus Sahaba, the, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Well, we don't have much time. It's about uh, 10 minutes left to the end of our The Bliss of Marriage. Uh, There's a rivet sister from Escort says, uh, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Sahab. If you play and fondle with cats, does your wudu break, even though the cats have been roaming outside, possibly in unclean places? She's a female cat. Her name is Lucy, uh, anonymous rivet sister Ustad. Mashallah, my sister, you must change your name a little bit. Say Lucy the Juicy. <laughs> so you must remember that she's bringing joy to you. See our Islam, my sister. Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Innaha laysat bi najisin, innama hiya minat tawafina alaykum wa tawafat. You know, I go to there, Trikhat. My sister is there, my niece is there, the three flowers are there. They almost get married also now. So I tell them it's time for you all to get married there. So anyway, so my niece's daughters there, like my granddaughters there. So anyway, you must remember that they got the dog, uh, uh, sorry, they got a cat there, it's called Samba. He runs around the whole time. So remember, sister, that that uh, cat you got, nothing, no napak. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, they make tawaf everywhere. You know, people went for hajj now, they came back. So they go round and round 
around the Kaaba, Musharrafah, the Baytullah. So the cats, they play outside, they play inside, they jump on the sofa, they jump here, there. It's all clean, it's all parked, it's all tahir, you don't have to worry, nothing. You touch it, it touches you, it sits on your lap, all that is fine. So you don't have to worry, sister. And when you're happy with it, you say, hey, Juicy, Lucy, come take this milk and so forth. So that's fine, no problem with it. <clears throat> Somebody wants to know, Ustad, that what are the rights of wife in Islam, in Sharia, if the husband intends on taking a second wife? The rights, Ustad. Remember that every husband must treat his wife with love, with respect and justice, and that is compulsory. Quran Sharif mentions that, They treat your wives with love, respect, and with, you know, justice and so forth. So he must feed her, he must give her shelter, he must give her clothing, all expenses. So, I mean, if the wife is crazy, now she wants a 20, 30,000 rand cell phone, so that is now beyond the limits. But every Everything within reasonable rights is remember that it is the husband's duty. And in Islam, it's not only that. He must go the extra mile, what we call jayb kharch, you know, pocket money. Sometimes your husbands, I always mention this in my nikah lectures and so forth, give your wife a little bit extra and don't ask her what she did with that money. That you can afford it, 100 rand per week. You can afford it, 500 rand, 1,000 rand. What is a big deal there? That she is your wife. You must remember that she's looking after you, looking after your children, looking after your house, looking after your for your fortunes and looking after your money and whatever else you got. So all that, who's doing all that? If you look at it, it's one lady and she got five, six, seven portfolios. So it's not a big deal that, remember this, we go for one lousy meal and I don't go, but people go. So you must restaurant and that lady comes, <coughs> how you sir? Three bags full sir. And they say, what top server she gave and they just give her 100 rand she saved you one meal you gave her 100 200 rand your wife is giving you 100 meals 1000 meals you can't give her 100 rand 1000 rand so I mean how we reconcile these type of things and now he wants to take second wife just tell him he must read surah 4 verse number 3 Surah 4, the name of the surah is Surah to Nisa. Nisa means the women. And you must remember verse 3. For in khiftum Allah ta'adilu. If you fear you can't do justice, then just stick with your first wife. Old is gold, remember that. Why? When you're going to get old, then she, the new wife, will be putting on mascara and mm. lipstick and all that makeup. This old wife, <laughs> she'll still put for you Zembak and all that. So just forget it. Bad idea idea for you. You can't do justice. You must remember that. Put 100 Muslim husbands who got 2, 3, 4 wives, 80, 90% are not doing justice. So why complicate your life, brother? Look at the good of your wife and how you how dedicated. She gave her youth for you. She gave you birth to your children. How much you should appreciate all these things here. So don't let shaitan get hold of you. Ustad, uh, <clears throat> somebody just sent me this message, said, please announce it to Mufti, Hazrat Mufti A.K. Mulana Najib from Madrasa Zia Ul-Badr was in an attempted hijacking in Melvin. He was shot and has passed away. Qari Musa Sidat is here at the scene. 
at the moment to start. Yeah, I mm. think that happened last night because, to be honest, I saw it for the time and then I forgot, but I made dua for Maulana Najib because mm-hmm. he studied mm-hmm. also in Dalum, Newcastle, and then he studied by Mufti Fayyazur Rahim there in Danakol, and so forth. Allah Ta'ala grant Maulana Najib, Allah Ta'ala grant Mufti Fayyazur Rahim, all of them, Jannat al-Firdaus al-A'la, and he died shaheed, it looks like he was kidnapped or he was hijacked or whatever, and then he was shot and so forth. Allah alone knows that, but I saw that message for your time, and then I made dua also, but then after that I forgot. Mm. So Allah Jalla grant him the highest, highest stages, and Allah make easy for Madrasa also, and there for the Madrasa, Qari Musa Siddhat, and them are running also. You know, you lose a teacher, now there's a vacuum, so all these things here. So Allah Ta'ala protect us wherever we are. Remember that, read Surah 12, verse 64, so let us end today's program on this note here and I think the Spingo Beach listeners are glued to the station <laughs> so we must remember Kala is listening to so Kala is listening Kala is making dua for us you must remember Kala do you know I go Newcastle they say when you coming back so I say but I spent 20 years here I used to give lecture everything so now I'm right in your bedroom so what do you want now more and all that so so then they just laugh and all these things so now Kala what do you want we must come to Spingo Beach I come for visit and then I go away you see so now at least you listen to the voice to Haru Kala take you you see it's enough now so now come we all read the dua read after me Surah 12 verse 64 Fallahu khayrun hafiza. This is Surah Yusuf, right? Fallahu khayrun hafiza. And Almighty Allah is the best protector. Wahuwa arhamur rahimin. And He, Almighty Allah, Jalla is the most merciful one to show mercy. Now the dua, authentic hadith. Remember in Mishka Sharif, Mustad Ahmad, various compilations. And thus you must teach your children, your students, everybody, grandchildren, because South Africa is a, is a country filled with crime and is a toxic society. So read now with me. Allahumma hafadhuna. Allahumma hafadhuna. Oh Allah, you protect us. Min bayni aydina. Min bayni aydina. In front of us. Wa min khalfina. Wa min khalfina. And behind us. Wa an aymanina. Wa an aymanina. And our right hand side. Wa an shama'ilina. Wa an shama'ilina. On our left hand side. Women Fokina and above us. Now the last one is a little bit difficult, so pay attention. Allahumma Fadana Mimbaini Aidina Wamin Khalfina Wa an Aimanina Wa an Shama Ilina Wamin Fokina Wana Uzubika Wana Uzubika An Nurutala An Nurutala An Nurutala Mintahtina Min tahtina, Ya Allah, we seek your protection. That we are sucked in and swallowed in by the land and the sand and everything, Ya Allah. So protect us from all six directions, Ya Allah. Whether we are in Safar or in Hadar, whether we are in a home or whether we are traveling, may Almighty Allah envelope us in His mercy. Wa fi rahmatik wa Chapter 7, verse 151. 
Ridwan. Oh Allah, have mercy on us, have mercy on the her people in the Haramain Sharifain and uh, Majidul Aqsa and Palestine and dismantle the apartheid terrorist regime of Israel. Amin. Ya Rabbal Alameen. Barakallahu Fiq. Salaamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Wa Alaikum Salaam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Ahlan wa Sahlan Marhaba. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. <laughs>